now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. Hi, and welcome to the Butter and Bacon Sportstacular for August. I am your Commissioner Dean, as always, joined by our co-commission and our color commentator extraordinaire, Mr. Yo Pauly NJ. How you doing, Pauly? I'm doing well. It's a beautiful day on the shore. I am looking forward to sports and more sports, and this is the Sportstacular for it. Yeah, this is a great time of year for sports, sort of. Yeah. You know, it's it's... The stretch of baseball, we're getting into the fall time, and we're going to start talking about baseball playoffs, although in fantasy baseball, we'll be talking about playoffs today. Yes. Certainly, football's on its way back, and when football's coming back, that means hashtag cleatfoot. Yes! And soon, we'll have hashtag squeakfoot and hashtag bladefoot, but we do need to focus right now on hashtag cleatfoot, because yes. while Amy is not here to introduce it, we are coming back with another season of hashtag BABFFL. Yes. So the uh, league is reopened. If you were a participant last year, you should have already gotten an invite. Uh, please let us know. Send us a DM or just respond on Twitter. Uh email, whatever you got to do, post a message on the league. I just want to make sure we're getting all of our members back. For those that are not returning, uh, we will be filling those spots. I'd like to keep the league as large as as we've had the last couple of years. I do know we have one person who has uh, stepped away, and we're sad to see her go. We will Um, miss her. We will miss her dearly, and uh, we do have some folks already lined up for filling that spot, but in case we have any other openings, let me know if you'd like to join Hashtag BABFFL, hashtag Cleatfoot, hashtag maybe the Jets won't be awful this year. Um, uh, <laughs> they probably will be. You got a rough three games in ten days. Yeah, but at least we have the, the season. At least we have the Bills and Dolphins in our division, so we'll all be fighting for second place, which is basically last place in the AFC the East. <laughs> playoff team Buffalo Bills. Thank you very much. Hashtag twenty seventeen. <laughs> Listen, you're right. Um, Listen, one, one, one for the last one years sounds a lot better than one for the last 18. So There you go. Go Bills. Yes, go Bills. Go LaShawn McCoy, my third round pick. Um, Eat the bejesus out of the pats. <laughs> anyway, um, if it Somebody. does sway anybody, um, the draft is scheduled currently to be Tuesday, September 4th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, which I think is a great day. Um, I'm looking forward to it day after Labor Day. Uh, work week's going to be slow. Uh, it's going to be slow because you can do all of your research. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, you know, if, if that's a deciding factor for anybody, that's when the draft is scheduled for. Yep, we wanted to do that. It's basically what we did last year. You know, don't want to go too late on the East Coast time, but I wanted to get it after 5 o'clock for our West Coast members. Did not want to interfere with the holiday weekend, uh, but did want to get it in before Thursday's kickoff. So we did Tuesday around that time last year. It worked out really well. Uh, If you are a member and if that time doesn't work for you, Alas, you can still be part of the league. You can pre-rank on ESPN.com, get your list out there, and the website will auto-draft for you. We know the whole thing is won during free agent pickups anyway. Who cares about draft? Or something. But, yeah, don't don't bow up because of that. But certainly, we hope we have as many folks as possible drafting live. It goes relatively quickly, 
And I think, Paulie, I'd like to try to do another live recording of the draft. So if you're up for it, let's uh, let's put the re- headphones on and see if we can get into the show. Oh, I'm definitely up for it. I love that. That was so much fun last time. Just heckling draft picks. <laughs> mostly, so much fun. Mostly mine. Uh, yeah. Well, Ra- Raiders what, wideouts what? in the second round. That didn't work out so well. Well, there's that. Um, I and w- wanted Kareem really... Hunt, ended up with Amari Cooper. Ouch. And you kept... <laughs> Wanting Amari Cooper to be Amari Cooper all It just didn't happen, long. did it? It didn't happen. No, it didn't. This is it's the tough. year. He's going to be a bargain this year, whoever yeah, gets right? it. Yeah, right? It's tough when, when Carr goes down injured. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the the other thing I will say about the live draft, which is a lot of fun, is when the auto drafts start and they start picking people out for the season. That's my favorite. <laughs> Those are hard to keep up with, trying to do the show and cross off my own list. and Yes! <laughs> so everybody show up and draft, because it goes a little bit slower that way. <laughs> it goes up a little bit slower. Also, feel free to join us on the draft recording, um, because then it actually slows down the draft even more. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping to have legal counsel representing me there on our draft recording. We'll see if he can join. Mm, very nice, very nice. Maybe, maybe Professor Carreri, too. But before we get to Tuesday, September 4th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, let's talk today about the wrap-up of our regular season in baseball. And the league really broke down into three groups. And so, unfortunately, I was part of group one, which was folks who didn't have a playoff shot basically by the All-Star break. Uh, (laughs) The the Heroes had some struggles at the top of the draft, and I finished a respectable 8-11. I don't know if that's respectable, but I'm going to say it anyway. I only call it respectable because I think I started out like 1-5 or something horrible like that. There you go. Yeah, joining me in the uh, spoiler role for the last month and a half were were the colonists, as well as uh, Shannon Doe Review, Team Carreri, and the St. Louis Wolves. And basically I got the redhead because he also finished 8-11. So (laughs) all had their struggles. Some were based on points against, um, you know, looking at that points against. Someone like Brian had 5,700 points put up against him. Compared to, say, someone like, oh, I don't know, Yo Pauly NJ, who only had 4,900 and change. Um. I don't know. <laughs> I have an excellent fantasy defense. <laughs> yes, well, you also had an excellent season, so we'll jump into your group. You, the Boardwalk mm. Planks, Marcus Hook Bees, and the Shoreline Taproom basically had your playoff spot locked up by the All-Star break. Yeah. All of you finished 14-5 and five or better. Although, I will take mild pleasure in the fact that you and I faced each other in the last week of the regular season, and I was able to knock you out of a playoff bye and put you into the first round, so... Yeah, yeah, Small yeah, victories. I, <laughs> um, I will also come clean and say that once I knew that my playoff seating was secure, I stopped doing the weekly lineup tune-ups. Um, so, by the time I rolled around to setting my lineup for the first first week of the playoffs... I had about six guys on the DL. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. But Ouch. it's only the 10-day, which would have screwed me up anyway. Yeah. But for the playoffs, yeah, that was worth putting them on the bench. Yeah, and you're in a good good first-round matchup because uh, the guy who took that, uh, I guess that would be the fifth seed, is yes. Spence. And, and he, uh, the Staggering Pigs, IP Adventure... Really, uh, and actually, there's one more team. Oh, uh, Scott Corf and uh, Teen John Stamos. The yes. four of them all finished either nine and ten or ten and nine. Yes. And that determined the last two playoff spots, and it was fantastic I mean, matchup in that last week to see who was going to get in. Yeah, we had a really, really, really great. I mean, it was almost like uh, what year was that? Was that 2006, 2007? 
where there was the last day of the Major League Baseball regular season, and there were basically six teams vying for three playoff spots. Yeah, this was the fantasy baseball equivalent of that. Right. So, incredible. Incredible uh, regular season. I'm hoping for a fantastic postseason, um, but thanks to everyone who did play. You know, that guy, I know we had talked about doing a couple mid-season reviews. Didn't quite work out for the recording, but everyone did a fantastic job. One thing I love about this league is, is our owners don't give up on the season. No! You know, we, we've had folks that are finishing 3-16, you know, and 16, and I see them making lineup changes the last couple of weeks and picking up free agents. So I think that's fantastic. That's, that's what you want in a fantasy league is people who are dedicated the entire season. And we certainly got that uh, with this year's cream, uh, this year's owners. They are cream of the crop is what I was thinking to say. So, they are. Uh, and, and also the, the banter, um, while yes. not nonstop, was ongoing all season. Fantastic, yes. And let's keep that going through the playoffs. So let's take a quick peek into those playoffs. So I mentioned you did not get the first round by. That's because no. the Boardwalk Planks uh, outpointed you yes. this season. So they got the first tiebreaker, took the two seed. Marcus Hook B's amazing 16-3 and regular season record took that Fantastic. one seed. Fantastic. So they are considered the favorites here in the playoffs. And our first round matchups, you are taking on, and I'm just offended by this name, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll censor it and say... I don't like Derek Jeter that much as his team name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take it on your 3x3 three three Caballeros, and that's a dogfight. We're recording right now Friday. You guys are within nine points of each other. So, uh, incredible. That's going to be a two-round uh, matchup. I still got Verlander. Or two-week matchup, I should say, uh, to get yes. you to round two. And then Disney's IP Adventure, right now uh, getting a little beat down from Shoreline Taproom. But again, early. Uh, sometimes uh, when you look at fantasy baseball scores midweek, it's tough because you don't know who's already had their starting pitchers go and who hasn't. Right. So uh, that's still to be played out. Um, for the consolation ladder, I didn't reorder them yet, but I'm going to. So while you see it right now set up as 7 versus 8, 9 versus 10, 11 versus 12, and 13 versus 14, I'm going to seed those properly. Uh, so really, 7 is playing 14, etc. So no, you're not going to have the... Uh, uh, well, you can't play the Boardwalk Planks. <laughs> nope, nope. And I can't have a three-round three, three week or three round matchup against Shoreline Taproom either. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. So we'll have a little consolation bracket. Certainly be following this winner's bracket and be able to name our 2018 FBL champion sometime by week four of the NFL season. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's your update. Looking forward to the draft in about a week and a half, and we will get back to you uh, with another Sportstacular soon. This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon.